episode of the Salt Shaker podcast. Tonight, we, who, what we have here is our second guest. He is a god at Tekken. He's not bad at Street Fighter. And he is also my good friend here tonight, up next. Welcome to the Super Soul Shaker Podcast. Chrono. Get ready for the next podcast. Alright, now we've got uh, Zazob here, aka Jamie Joe. Hey, what's up guys? How's it going? Oh, yeah, pretty good, man. Hope that the uh, podcast, everyone will be tuning in for that. Um, but yeah, uh, tonight's LPL. Yeah, I guess that we've got a big elephant in the room here. Like, so to address, just to start things off, I lost. Oh yeah. I yeah, lost. lost, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, it was a, it was a close game. I was actually watching it. Um, you dropped a major thing and... I, I dropped I, that last combo. I really wanted that... to slap you, but it's, you probably already feel bad. Oh, uh, I, I wanted to slap myself, really. Yeah. Yeah, it was like, yeah, I had that in the bag. And then, like, for some reason, I sort of froze. And I'm like, okay, what do I do? Yeah. Yeah, because he was flying in the air. You can see him. He was flying. And then you can see me sort of walking forward. And I'm yeah, like, yeah. what the hell? Why am I not dashing? Yeah, that's that's one thing that um, every tournament player really has to work on. Um, just their tournament nerves in general. Because... Um, playing in tournaments especially if you're not very experienced in doing it um, upsets happen and they happen a lot and if you if you are not um, if, if you're not on your game and if you let things that um, don't normally upset you to upset you then you are gonna lose yeah and uh, it's something that I'm, I'm still working on but it's really hard to to not get upset at you know dropped combos or yeah. missed reactions or something. Oh, I was kicking myself after that. Like so, I think that for me, I just crumbled. Like, yeah, I, yeah. Uh, I could I, I could actually hear you um, getting annoyed or getting salty inside the booth. And it's supposed they're supposed to be soundproof booths, right? But we yeah. can hear both of you guys actually. Oh well, we were talking about wrestling because he I didn't know that he was a wrestling fan. Yeah, but so, why are you talking inside the game? Like in no, the no, 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 no. We were talking before, oh, so right, we were before, talking, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. and then it was like, oh, cool. Like, um, we've got ourselves a, um, you know, like a wrestling fan. Yeah. So yeah, we started talking, and then they were like, oh, you're up, you're up, and we're like, oh yeah, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but no, it was some good yarns, good yarns. Yeah, good yarns. Yeah. So anyway, uh, welcome to the podcast. I know that I've been trying to get you for a while. Yeah, uh, you've been quite busy, eh? Yeah, I've been yeah. very busy, especially with this tournament. Um, I, I had plans on the weekend, and yeah, I've just been really busy with work as well. Yeah. Um. So I mean, I know that this place, uh, this tournament, you have to be there at a certain time, and I try to end, I try to finish early, uh, work early, but uh, sometimes I can't, and I get there late, and because there's traffic, I, I work probably closer than anybody to this venue. And I get there the, the latest. <laughs> yeah, both, no, both, for times. Sure. both times. Both times. Yeah, both weeks. So next week, I'm going to leave work at like 4.30 probably. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that's cool. That's cool. But uh, no, it was, it's good. It's good. Um, how did you feel with your game? Uh, my game against Parasite NZ? Uh, I did a lot of work. Uh, you warmed them up for me. That's what happened. No, no, no. I don't think I did. Um, so my... Uh, 
like he's a Claudio player, right? I know he plays Claudio. He plays like a whole bunch of other characters like Gigas, uh, Jin, Yoshimitsu. He plays a lot of characters. He's kind of like me where I kind of just play a lot of characters, but not like a single character to a really good level. Um, yeah. But, so no no main focus on, yeah, a, on a character. Well, I, like to be honest, I'm still having a character crisis myself. Um, but we'll get, yeah, because get he's no Julia. Yeah, that's that's right. No Julia. <laughs> I'm sad times. Um, yeah, so not going to play her anyway. I I knew he was like his main is Claudio. Yes. Um, and so I practiced with Thomas a lot this week uh, with Claudio or him playing Claudio, and I was getting bodied so hard. But you know, as you do against Thomas. Um, but it gave me a lot of uh, a lot of things to think about in the matchup, and I watched the, his game last week, and he played yep. Claudio, um, and then he picked Jin against me, and I was like, "What the hell?" Yeah, that's, sometimes that's with so these weird. tournaments, um, they you have to realize that um, you know, because you're one of the favorites to win, you know, they're going to target you. Yeah, yeah. They're going to target you, so they're going to be like, "Okay, well, they, I think that Zazov's going to pick this. Uh, he's going he's going to basically lab against my main." So I'm going to play this character yeah. as a safe choice. Yeah, but that's the thing. Like, um, Claudio probably would have still been a better choice um, against me because Jin is a really a really old character, right? So um, he, like, he's been in so many Tekkens yeah. for, for so long. And I actually haven't played a lot of Tekken Tag 2 and um, a lot of Tekken 7, to be honest. And... Claudio is a new character in Tekken 7, so um, I'm quite unfamiliar with him still, even though he's he's pretty he's a pretty basic character. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I still get um, caught out by some things which I probably shouldn't. Uh, and picking Jin against me is was not a good choice uh, because I'm a lot more familiar with Jin as I am Claudio. As you are, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I think I, that, um, you know, him picking Jin was kind of a bad choice, but somewhat, I mean, if he's comfortable with it, then... Yeah, I mean, it, it, I don't know, I mean, picking any character, it's just, it's just, it doesn't really matter what character you pick, right? Yep. It just depends on how well you play on the day. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, it felt like I could do pretty much whatever I liked. Like, when I was in his face, he didn't know what to do. Yeah. And I was just like jabbing, jabbing, sidestepping and, and doing all the stuff. And then I backdashed and then he still didn't know what to do. So I was like, oh yeah. Um, I kind of adapted pretty quickly as to what could I, what I could potentially lose to. Um, because that's generally my play style. I, I, try, I don't try to win, I try to not lose. <laughs> if that makes right, sense. Right, yeah, yeah. Like, I try to block everything that I can block. I try to duck everything I can duck. Yeah. Sidestep everything I can sidestep. And, and just like whiff punish, um, block punish, like... As much as I can. Yeah, you've got the mentality of uh, of like an online gamer. So you know a lot of Aussies, <laughs> a lot of Aussie players. What they like to do is you know they like to throw out a <laughs> lot of stuff. Like I don't know a lot of unsafe stuff, but you can't block it online. And then you, they just so basically for them it's just I'm trying. I'm not trying to win. I'm trying not to lose. And online. And I'm trying no, no, to ruin no. your day. No, no, <laughs> I, I don't. I don't play like that. Um, I I try to play the most honest and the most like fundamental style as I possibly can. And I think that's good up until a point. Uh, but if I were to pick out a weakness of mine, it would be my offense because, like, I try to play logically all the time. And when, uh, when you play logically, you do like dashing in their face and stuff, and you know that's really unsafe. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm not I'm not that good at doing that kind of stuff, uh, and and pressing buttons when I'm on minus. Uh, but yeah, it seems like parasite like. 
I could do that anyway. And then, um, yeah, he did a lot of hell swoops, which I blocked, which was quite surprising actually, because I didn't like I just I was just like backdashing or something, um, and maybe trying to duck an electric. Yeah. Um, but then in the second game, he did a lot of four four twos, and that was that was good. Uh, but then, yeah, just like just that part of his game was good, pretty much. Yeah. Um, but I mean, he's a really good player, and I think it would have been a lot closer if he picked Claudio. Yeah, okay, okay. So you're actually more scared of Claudio than you are with Jin. Oh, definitely, yeah. 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 Like, I, I, I don't know about the tears, but um, I think they're very similar in, in, in level. Uh, actually, a lot of characters are, are very similar in level. Uh, but, yeah, I think Claudio would have been a better pick. <laughs> to beat the Mong, you have to be a Mong. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's right. <laughs> well, speaking of tournaments there, I mean, uh, I obviously this uh, podcast is about you. Yep. Uh, and all that. So tell us about, you know, you said that you have a, you said you're, fiend, you're a fiend at tournaments. Oh, yeah. I love tournaments, man. Um, I've, I've been to like every tournament I possibly can go to uh, since I don't know how long ago. Is that your drug, is it? Uh, not necessarily my drug, but like when you play games competitively, I've been playing games competitively like my whole life pretty much. Yeah. Tell us um, more about that. Hey, eh? you know, um, yeah. So what did you start off with? When How I, did you play Tekken? when I first started playing games, um, was back in the day I was, I think five or six years old. Oh, I, okay. I played Quake. Yeah. Um, I played that a lot. You're underage for that game. Yeah, I was underage. That was like <laughs> R13 or something. But I, I wasn't supposed to be allowed to play that game. And that's actually how I came up with my name, Zazov. But anyway, um, yeah, I was playing Quake uh, Quake 1. And we had uh, a 33.6k modem. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we eventually got a 56k. And I, I used to play Quake a lot. And I used to play Quake World Team Fortress and Capture the Flag a lot. Oh, yeah. Um and I was trying to uh, on capture the flag. Uh, you've got this thing called a grappling hook, mm-hmm. which essentially, yeah, it's just a hook which makes you go wherever you shoot it. Okay. Um, and I kept trying to do like fast captures. Mm-hmm. Um, and ever since then, I've been fascinated with like kind of like a speed run type thing. Right. Um, okay. And I used to do. I used to try go for world records and stuff in Quake One and Quake. Oh, Quake 1, 2, and 3 for Capture the Flag. Yeah. I kept trying to go for world records to to just, you know, beat a time and, and capturing a flag on a particular level. Um, and, yeah, like, it was Quake that kind of really put me into a competitive mindset. Uh, I used to play 1 versus 1 a lot. Yeah. Um, and Team Deathmatch. Like, pretty much any competitive mode I could think I could get my hands on, I would play that. And I played Team Fortress competitively. Um, yeah. Yeah. And well, that's, that's my style of gaming. You've always had this competitive spirit as, you know, as, as long as I've known you, really. Yeah. And what, that's like, what, almost, well, that's over 10 years ago now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we met, uh, was it Tekken 5? Tekken 5.0. Yeah. Yeah. So that was back in Tekken 5. Um, uh, so my start of Tekken was, uh, I was in high school and I was just playing with my mates. No, it wasn't even high school, actually. It was intermediate. And that was probably schools. Tekken 3, right? Yeah, I was, I was 11, or, 11 or 12. Um, I used to go home with my mates after school. Uh, we used to go down the road and get some fish and chips from this place called Alligators. And they did the best um, 
there's a thing called an alligator dog. Oh, no. And it's like a big hot dog, a big, a big American hot dog with like two frankfurters um, and like all this other stuff like bacon, cheese, mustard and stuff. Are they still oh, there? No, nah, they're not there anymore. Oh, that's stinks. It, it was so good. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, so I went back back home after school, uh, got some alligators and I played with my mates um, in Tekken, uh, Tekken 3 and I'd, I'd get like a hundred would play like a hundred games at least every day um and yeah i'll just like waste my mates all the time and i thought i was real good yeah and what i used to do is like i love the game so much and i used to learn basically every character uh including dr b and including gone gone <laughs> um and i would play uh, i'd go in practice mode and look at the command list for yeah. every single character and you'd actually would you would you be um one of those kids that would know how to juggle or would you be one of those just those 10 hit strings no i, I knew somewhat some juggles but i mean in tekken 3 there wasn't that many juggles right um so i did know some juggles but not maybe maybe not every character mm-hmm. uh but i did learn the 10 hits for every single character in tekken 3 oh nice <laughs> uh and i think that's actually helped me a lot uh in you know over the years when random people think that oh hey he doesn't know he might not know the 10 hit so let's just catch him out with this and i'll parry the first low in the string or something yeah and yeah so thank you uh 12 year old me (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i would i would learn every move for every character in in the game and i just love the game so much uh and then because i thought i was the shit i was like I went to the arcade, right? Yeah. And that was the first... Was this at Yifans? Yeah, it was at Yifans. Oh, Yifans. Oh, man. This is like the that. very first time I played Tekken Tag 1. Yeah. And so I went there and... How old were you then? I think I was 13. Oh, okay. Um, so I went there. I was like, oh, man, I'm going to waste this guy, right? Um, and I can't remember who I picked, but the very first guy... This was guy... Tekken Tag 1, right? Yeah, Tekken Tag 1. Okay, okay. The, the very first guy that I played against played Julia and Jin. And I got fucked so hard. <laughs> like, this guy... Uh, did, do you know the Julia Wonder combo? I think so, yeah. Yeah, it's like a really long combo with Julia. And I just got fucked so hard by that one combo. Like, he would launch me and just do that. And I was like, oh my god, that's so cool. <laughs> and that's how I started playing Julia. Oh, so so you basically got bodied by Julia. That's why you picked Julia. Yep, that's why. That's how I started playing Julia. Wow, that's like pretty much exactly the same reason why I picked Lars in Tekken Six. Lars, oh man, I got got bodied. bodied I got bodied by Lars so hard that, like, you know, I was just like, you know what? Screw this. I'm going to pick Lars. I'm going to get good with him, and I'm going to waste everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Same goes (laughs) with Jack. Like, I lost to what Milky, and I was like, you know what? Let's pick Jack. Yeah. Let's have some fun with Jack. That, that's what you do. Like, when you lose to a character, you either go into the lab and have a look at, you know, the most used moves to see what you lost to, or you just pick up the character. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then you figure out, you know, oh, you might be weak to this or might be weak to that. But yeah, yeah. so I, I picked up Julia, and my passion for the game was just, like, off the charts, eh? Like, I would... If I wasn't playing Tekken, I was reading about Tekken or watching Tekken. Oh, so it turned into right? some kind of obsessive yeah, sort of... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And the thing is, I didn't know that that you couldn't do that combo in Tekken 3. Yeah. So I went back to, back home and tried to tried to do that combo, and I just couldn't. And I was like, what the hell? How can you do, like, three elbows in a combo? 
<laughs> and you just can't because Julia's elbow in Tekken 3 recovers really really long so it's long. You, you sort of tend to know that uh, it's a different game you know things well, are different yeah well, I, I didn't know at the time but yeah um, I, I tried for so long and I figured out eventually that it actually is impossible mm-hmm. um, and I she had that uh, string down forward 4 to back forward 1 uh, I can't remember what it's called but um, I kept trying to do that in Tekken 3 and she just didn't have that move. And You're I was like, like, am I doing it right? Yeah, and I was looking <laughs> at the command list like, where is it? Where is this move? And then, uh, yeah, so... You have to realise it's a later game. Yeah, Obviously well, I didn't, put... <laughs> I didn't know, man. I was, I was like, young and stupid, and I didn't know. But, um, You're still stupid. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but, but um, yeah, I was, it was... Yeah, that's how I started playing Julia. And, oh, okay. No yeah, shit. It's not because she's waifu or she's hot or anything just just because i got bodied with her the very first time i got got i went to the arcade well that's fair enough fair cool yeah. fair cool but uh yeah no i guess that's probably the reason like you know with with me starting off at tekken i think that um i started getting better at tekken 5 like i used to play tekken 3 a lot yeah but um when i started going to the arcade you're like why is this game so fast Tick and three or tick and tag. Tick and tag. Tick and yeah. tag one. Like it was so slow on console, and then all of oh, a sudden, yeah, you, yeah. all of a sudden, you go to the arcade and you're like, the graphics are so shit, but it's so fast. Yeah, because that's the NTSC version. Right? Yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. exactly. And the and some some idiot in Namco probably didn't uh, just forgot. He's like, oh man, you know, I forgot to put the sixty hertz settings on. <laughs> yeah, <there."> yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. It was, yeah, and it was like what the first game to ever release on PS2. Was it, it was a launch title, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it was it was um, number one. So, the, you know, there's a product code. Yeah. Yeah, that's like something S, something H, and it's like 0001. Really? So it was the very, very first very game. Very first game that that's was so actually cool. on um, PS2. Yeah, um, yeah. so I didn't I didn't get Tekken Tag 1 on console. So I just went to the arcades and played a lot. <laughs> and um, that's actually... I mean, I used to play a lot and kind of keep to myself. Um, I went to, you know that, that arcade that was down downtown, uh, I think it was Time Out. Um, they had the, the big screen. They had like a 40-inch screen for Tick and Tag 1. Right, yep. Yeah, um, I was in town with my mates and uh, we all went there and I started playing. Yeah. And was, was, this, was this when the um, stiff sticks were still around? Uh, I can't remember. Or was it was it back to the to the Sanwa JLS? No, it's not. It wasn't a Sanwa, but it was. It wasn't like the stiff ones. I can't. I can't remember what they were. But um, actually, yeah, I can't even remember which sticks it was. Mm-hmm. But um, they had a forty inch Tech and Tag One setup, and it was like a huge thing with a seat, and it was it was awesome. It's like those rear projectors, eh? Yeah, yeah. and um, so I played that, and uh, I was there with maybe like five or six mates, and. I got a 10 streak um, oh. in the arcade. Okay. And my mates were like, come on, hurry up. We need to go. And I was actually getting really tired. And I, I was like, but I want to I want to keep winning. This is so fun. And eventually I lost. And the guy next to me that, that just beat me had like the biggest shit eating green A. He was like so fucking happy that he, that he won. <laughs> it, was so, it was so funny. But like, yeah, man, back in the day, Tech and Tag 1 at the arcades was so fun. Um arcade days were fun but now they're like kind of over yeah which is the sad part yeah um like later on in Tekken Tag 1 that's actually when I started or I I guess you could say met 
but didn't really meet Thomas. Mm. Um, so well, he was he was Jelly Fang back then. He was Jelly Fang. No, no, this was this was before Tekken Five. Oh, okay, okay. So um, he was back in uh, this was. This was like Tick and Tag One days. Yeah, Tick and Tag this One days. This is when, like, you know, those machines, there was like, what, three machines. And then it was like... There were like four, I think. Yeah. Um, and there were head-to-head machines as well. Um, and I think that was before Tekken 4 came out, or maybe at the same time, I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. But um, I played... Like, we used to go to the arcade and just not talk to each other at all. We were just like... Um, with like nod heads or something. It was a different time like, back then. We were like, yo, like not even say hi or anything. Mm. We just see each other and then just start playing. And we just played for so long. Um, and it was also Nightchild. You remember that guy? That the white, guy that stands. The white guy um, that stands and wears a suit. Yeah, suit all lock. the time. Yeah. yeah. And he plays. Um, oh, was Paul. he? Was he? Was he playing um, like tag back then? Yeah, he played tag. Oh, one. okay, okay. So um, it was. I us wasn't three. in the scene back then. You see. Yeah, so it was us three, and we used to play each other just all the time. Uh, and we, we were like pretty much the only people that used to play each other. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I used to play Thomas a lot, and I didn't know his name for a really long time. Like Tekken Five, oh sorry, Tekken Four came out, and I really didn't like it. I pl- I played Law like a couple games, and yeah, I just really really didn't like that game. So I just went back to playing against Thomas and Nightchild uh, in Tekken Tag One. Yeah. And then uh, Tekken Four was a very, very unique game. I say that the only, the only game that's really different, like the only Tekken game that's completely different. I wouldn't even really call it a Tekken game, really. Tekken Four. Yeah. Well, they were experimenting with walls and, uh, what is it? Uneven, uneven ground or floors. Oh, that was broken. Well, no, I, I don't think it was necessarily broken, but the they didn't think about what could be possible with um this kind of setup mm-hmm. because like there wasn't really online patching or version twos of the game or anything so you couldn't really um you couldn't really just release something figure out that something's broken and then patch it so back back in those days like if something was broken on release that was just it mm-hmm. um but now na- these days you know, if something's really broken, it'll get patched pretty quickly. Um, which actually I don't like. But anyway, um, yeah, Tekken 4, I didn't actually know any of the, you know, the infinites and, and stuff like that. Like, Lee had an infinite on one of the stages. On the arena stage. Yeah. Yeah, the and, last stage. Yeah, there was so much broken shit in that game, and I didn't actually know because I didn't play it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I just played Tekken Tag 1 a lot. And then uh, Tekken 5.0 came out at the arcades, and that was... That was so fun. Like Tekken 5.0 was, is my favorite Tekken. I would say. Um, so everything is broken, everything. Not even not just like Paul. Oh, sorry, not Paul. Um, Feng, Brian, Steve, Heihachi, like, Nina, and Nina. Yeah. Um, not even those characters. Like just everyone had some broken shit, except Julia, except uh, Lei, and I think maybe one other character because um, everyone had tech traps everyone had some kind of broken shit to them and that made the game for me really really fun yeah um, but i still sure. played i still played julia and julia was like fucking trash in that game yeah um but all of us were trash at the game like we all sucked oh nobody knew how to sidestep or anything yeah. or sidewalk yeah yeah that was just it was a mess really yeah. so that's when I, that's where i met d sam because I think me and him were the two most competitive players 
uh, back in in the 5.0 days. Uh, Convince. No, uh, this is in 5.0, not... Um, I actually can't remember Vince back in those days because I guess I don't remember that much. But um, I that's where I met D-Sam. And, like, we used to play a lot. He used to play Nina and I'd play Julia. And uh, Nina's downfall 1-2 was, like, plus 3 on block or something. It was fucking ridiculous. And um, he would just spam that on everyone he played against mm-hmm. because no one knows how to sidestep like effectively uh like he'll just win just with that and fair enough because it's broken but um, i found one counter to it which is like sidestep and then one two one with julia and so that was an eight frame counter hit launcher mm-hmm. and i'll just do that after blocking that every single time and i'll like almost beat him every single time yeah yeah, and, yeah for sure. and, and and then he he started to finally come up with counters to it and i think me and him in you guys always tend to one up each other yeah so me and him i think in auckland really like made auckland kind of step up in terms of how we play the game because mm-hmm. we our whole game was so linear yeah like the whole of auckland was so linear we didn't backdash cancel we didn't sidestep like nothing and so because... it was just about throwing out like you know just a launch yeah and just um you know and hope it lands yeah just a hail mary really yeah that that that's uh how it was before and and then because me and him used to just really 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 want to beat each other yeah um like we were still mates but like we really wanted to beat each other so uh we had to figure out you know what to do in certain situations and i think because of that um the whole scene leveled up a lot Mm. um i started backdash cancelling and yeah. then soon after like thomas was uh, d sam was yeah. like a whole bunch of people i kind of wish that i had that kind of mentality that you guys had back then for me it was really about oh man like i want to beat this guy i want to get the higher rank and things oh, like yeah. that it's just that's just how it is really man you were such a card chicken back in those oh, days oh yeah man i like right <laughs> now i just don't care anymore yeah, neither yeah do it's I. just like it's like dude let's just play i just want to play and <laughs> get better and yeah. i want to like i want to beat your ass yeah. yeah um yeah playing with cards was a good and bad thing back then man cards were just stupid you had 500 plays on a card you could only play one character and after 500 plays you had to renew the card you had to cost, buy it with another yeah, yeah five dollars it cost like six or seven dollars or something yeah um and i had 15 cards um or more that's right yeah no back in Tekken 6 days like we were sort of building up those cards yeah so in, in Tekken 5 um, I had like 15 character cards and I think like 2 or 3 of them were lore <laughs> because uh, I would start a card and then I would forget it or lose it or something and then I yep. just start another one um, you always end up losing it that's the thing yeah and there's no way to recover it and the thing is you don't know what the rank of that character is until you pl- until you put the card in so because you've got like say 30 seconds of character select i've got 15 cards to try find a, a that's why you rank. didn't label them yeah but what about the rank yeah true you don't you don't remember the rank of 15 characters so um i'd like i'd, I'd put in a card nope put in the card nope put in the card nope and then, and then, and then select, and, yeah, yeah and then i'd lose then i'd run out of time i'd be like oh god damn it um but yeah uh, it was uh it was really fun um me and d sam used to play basically every character back then and um i think thomas and bg i, I can't remember they came if... a bit later yeah bg I, came a bit later i can't remember if bg was playing tekken 5 or tekken dr he was playing dr mostly oh yeah yeah um he didn't talk to anyone though no he didn't uh we used to call him chessboard hat guy 
Yeah, because he always wears like a checkered hat. <laughs> yeah, and then yeah. his card name was Yuhi, I think. Yeah. At the time. Uh but yeah, um I think Thomas wasn't like really good back then. Like he played a lot, but he, he didn't unleash his Korean side yet. Um but he was yeah, just slowly improving and then He was a bit smart back then. Well, I don't He's know. He's a bit smart now. I don't I don't think but... I don't think it it was that. He was just shy, I think. Um uh, and so was I. No, you were a smart back then, man. Come was on. I? Tell us about that time when you went to Sydney and you were uh, you were at Game Paradise or something. Was it Par- Game Paradise? And like, you know, someone actually called you out in the um in the forums. Remember Tekken Zaibatsu? When, what was that? I don't remember that. You went to Sydney and then like um you got like this really big rank you know, oh, from did them. I? Yeah, and you were playing Julia and they were like, Oh, who's that smut guy that plays Julia? Really? I don't remember that. <laughs> yeah, no, that happened. It was a thing. It sounds like something that I should remember though. <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, back in the days, like when we were all real young, we always used to talk a lot of shit online. Uh, I don't do so much now, but... Oh, I just think that, yeah. But yeah, like um, a lot of people used to talk shit and it's I used draining. to shit. I used to be on Tekken Zaibatsu a lot and I my post count was pretty high. <laughs> I used to make um, make combo videos in Tekken Six and um, you did in Tekken Five as well, right? Nah, I didn't make any combo videos in Tekken Five. Uh, T Four Gen did. Oh yeah. Uh, but actually, I can't remember. If He's I did kind of semi-retired. That guy. Yeah. You can see him sometimes on PC, but that's about it, really. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So Dr. Was really like me, Vince, D Sam, and Casey. Mm-hmm. Um, Casey, yeah, so, I remember that so guy. In Auckland, I think we were trying to beat each other a lot, and I think D Sam was unofficially the best in New in or Auckland um, at the time with Heihachi. Mm. Um, I, I Heihachi. Think, yeah, I think Vince okay. managed to beat him in, in a tournament um, and like one of our nationals, but uh, outside of tournaments, D Sam would beat everyone pretty much. And he was like the king, the, the the one to beat at the time. And then WoW got him. Yeah, and then WoW got him. That's yeah, that was sad. WoW got him trapped. But and also Tekken Six, he didn't really like Tekken Six that much. He does he did he say he liked Tekken Seven? Seems like everybody's digging Tekken Seven. Tekken Seven's a great game. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Um, it's I think it's a good balance between the old days and the new days. Um, except for Claudio and Ling and Yoshi. Anyway, um, <laughs> aside from that. Um, yeah, so in DR, like, I was entering tournaments then as well. Uh, like, there wasn't, there wasn't that many though, because it was, it was only arcade really, and I think Time Zone hosted a Nationals, and Vince won that for Auckland, and then he went to play, I can't remember where, but I think Glenn took that one, the, the Nationals then. Um, I remember that. Oh wait, no, that no, was, it was um, Michael. Mike, yeah. Yeah, Mike, uh, on tilt? Yeah. yeah. So he, I think he took that. Um, everyone was like praising him as like he God. was he was <laughs> insane man yeah like, let me tell you something about that dude like that dude went over to australia and he raked up like in tick and tag one he raked up a one like a 100 plus win really yes man and that was against aussies as well and you know do you remember tony t yeah. Yeah, he was like you know one of the best guys. Yeah, he you was. You know, and uh, in Tekken Tag One, he made a sick combo video with Feng as well. Yeah, and basically, <laughs> and and what Mister Ontilt would come in with is like a whole ring binder. That whole ring binder, like you know, was just frame data 
of every single character, <laughs> and that scared the living oh shit out of Tony T. Frame data in in like back in the days where there was no smartphones, um, you just had to remember it. But this guy took a fucking ring binder of frame data, like that's dedication, man. I I never had notes like that. Um, I know a lot of people write notes uh, for uh, particular characters or particular matchups or particular people mm-hmm. um but i mean i don't do any of that i, I know i need to though because there's just so many people that you can play against and so many characters that you can play against and now i play street fighter as well so i need to remember two different games a whole bunch of different matchups um a whole bunch a whole bunch of different players that could potentially beat me in a tournament mm-hmm. um on top of that i'm still tr- you know learning so it's it's really hard to keep it up uh, keep up yeah. your knowledge i think for for me is i can't really do that because you know um i am actually you know i i enjoy sort of saying that i play shall you and i just like to show up for tournaments and just play my game yeah that's all it is that's that's just how i want to do things like i don't really like spending time you know labbing and things like i just want to get right into it yeah and that's the reason why i feel that there's a lot of people that could um you know that that uh, would actually, you know, would excel from me. So there'll be people that I used to body, but now yeah. they'll come back and they'll body me. Yeah. And and everything. It's just that I just got other commitments and things like that. Yeah. Tony but, T is uh, Australian guy. I'm not sure. I don't think he plays anymore, but he's from Australia. Nah, Toothy, everyone's old now. Toothy was someone else from Wellington. Um. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um. Like I've always had the competitive mindset where. If I lose, like, I don't necessarily get salty or anything, but I really try to analyze and see where I went wrong. And I've always been like that. And, like, it might not be intentional, but Mm -hmm. it's just because I really love Tekken a lot. And, you know, everybody likes winning. So, so naturally, it's not like, oh, man, I just really want to win. It's like, oh, man, I love Tekken. I used to get angry quite a lot and everything. um, And you got angry tonight. I just said, I just basically, no, I wasn't angry, angry. I was just disappointed in myself. Yeah, yeah. Really? Like, it was just like, oh man, I could have done so much better. Yeah. But yeah, nah, it's let bygones be bygones. Yeah. But yeah, next question there. So with Tekken, um, who is actually currently your biggest nemesis? My biggest nemesis is Thomas. 100% Thomas. 100%? Yeah. Tell us about that. Uh, Well, he's my next match in LPL. Um, uh, we used to be really even in back in like, I think, no, I used to, I used to beat him up until I think late Tekken six. Um, and then, yeah, he just, I don't know what happened, but he just became a God (laughs) and I, yeah, like ever since I've had a lot of trouble playing against him. I think Um, it's ever since that time he went back to Korea. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, they probably injected him with some kind of serum. Yeah, so... Some kind of Korean serum. So, around the time of Tekken 6 Vanilla, like, New Zealand was free, man. Like, uh, I could play against anyone and just beat them easily. Uh, I, I went to Nationals because I won the Auckland Regionals, and Nationals was free. Like, I bet Toothy and I think some other people, um, can't remember who it was. But it was just really easy. But I'm not sure whether that was because I was playing Bob and he was cheap. Mm-hmm. But but anyway, um, he was really good back then. He was cheap as his uh, down forward two. 
Yeah, it launches on normal Hitman, and it high crushes, and it's safe. So good. <laughs> you can just, like, all I could do, I, I remembered when Tekken 6 first came out, I was so poor back then. Yeah. Like, sometimes I just want to play, I just want to get money out and just keep firing them into the into the machine. But yeah. the thing is that because it's $2 per game, it's like, dude, I can't spend that much on a game. Man. You don't want to know how much I spent on the game. <laughs> so um, when Tekken 6 came out, I was basically at the arcade. All day, all day every day. All day, every day. All day, every day. Yeah. So I didn't go to uni. Well, I, I was at uni. You didn't have I didn't, a girlfriend at the time, which is good. I didn't go to uni. It was convenient. Uni. Convenient, yeah. You didn't have a girlfriend. Of course, you know. I, had, so, like, I had something to, to drain my money um anyway oh come on man <laughs> she'll probably hear this she'll probably tune in she'll be like what is this now <laughs> yeah and um so i uh yeah i um i for the first say month of tekken 6 man that was crazy i i must have spent like i think a grand in the first week a grand yeah a grand no, but in the first you, week. you use that for um you use that for double dollars no no this was yifans man Ye funds. This was ye funds. A grand, jeez. Was, was that? Is that your? Um, was that your student loan money? No, I, I used to work, but um, and and I Shit. used to like almost never spend money. Yeah. So then, when I oh yeah, you were a bit of a Jew back then. Yeah, and <laughs> the only thing I'd ever do or spend money on was like a creamy mayo cheeseburger from Burger King, and play Tekken. <laughs> and that's about it yeah like um, just back to the topic there when I'll, every time when I come down to you funds you know and um, I would actually hear like you know Bob just going yup 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 yeah. yup it's just like oh my god okay Jamie's here yeah so uh, when Tekken 6 came out I was the first person to reach yellow ranks in Auckland and then because like I was like I guess you could say a bully I got to yellow before anybody else got to green. Right, right. Um, no, no, sorry. I think Brawler was the first green rank. And then there's like two or three ranks up until up to Warrior at the time. I think it was Brawler, if, if I remember correctly, Brawler, Marauder, Berserker, and then Warrior. Yeah, so I got Warrior promo from... Um, promo from a Brawler. So I was Berserker at the time. Oh, no, wait, no, I got it from a Grandmaster. Okay. So I I was trying so hard to get this rank up, right? But there was nobody close to my rank. and because, So that's why you started another yeah, card. Yeah, because of the Tekken 6 rank system, like, it was really hard to get points off anyone that's far away from you. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I started another card, and I started Lily after I got to Warrior with Bob. And then I... I hated I got Lily. To, I got to Yellow Ranks before anyone else yeah. did again. And just because I played so much... <laughs> that um, I was just there all the time. Well, I think that the person that was really like you know behind you, like or on your tail, was Rambo at the time. Rambo? Oh yeah. yeah. I I couldn't really remember much about Rambo back in the day, other than he played Feng and he loved Feng Wei's muscles. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of Feng Wei muscles, we got Data Link on the uh, in the chat there. He was the one that sort of, you know. That sort of started the whole Fingway Muscles conversation. Yeah. So, yeah, that was funny. Yeah. Yeah. That was weird. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. So, not only that, you know, in the fighting game community, not only that you played uh, Tekken, Tekken was being, you know, the game that you started, yeah. but 
you also started... When did you start playing Street Fighter full-time? Um, Street Fighter... Full-time. It's like a job, eh? Yeah, full-time. Um, yeah, I probably did play more than 40 hours a week. Um, I started playing Street Fighter around the time that... I think it was when Street Fighter Five was announced. Um, like, I was I was always a Street Fighter Four casual player, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you'd know... I'd know basic, basic stuff with um, a lot of characters, but I never really learned much about the game um and so um that was at time zone at the time so i'd play i'd just play street fighter then just for fun uh, and i'd play with bg and some other random people well you're playing with chris as well and um, in um street fighter 4 yeah and so i think that that kind of started uh, me and chris that kind of started uh like our love for street fighter mm-hmm, because okay. um Hardly anyone came to the tournaments though for Street Fighter. They're all like doing yeah. rambats and stuff. Well, that's that's the thing. Like Tekken has always been an arcade game up mm-hmm. until now, and now uh, Street Fighter has been a console game, a home game for so long. Even for during, a while now. Yeah, even during like Tekken Six, um, it was like a home console game, right? And so, um, yeah. So me and Chris, we played. Street Fighter a lot, and I think Jambo was there as well. I think Jambo played at the arcade. I can't actually remember. Um, but me, Chris, and Jambo, we, we all kind of started playing competitively in Street Fighter mm-hmm. at around the same time. Yeah. And we used to play uh, at my house, like, a lot. Yeah. Um, That's and... how you guys, what, introduced the uh, silent buttons? No, no, no. Um, that was... That was actually recent. Yeah, I think that was in Street Fighter Five, actually. Oh, okay. Um, but Jambo was definitely a pioneer of the listen to the button and do something. Um, the that tech and and so actually something that I did was I played Rose right and in Street Fighter you can buffer moves so yep. you do like a crouch mid punch in, into like a spiral arrow well, it's not it's not a spiral arrow soul spiral and it's like a a, a dash thing. Um, and it's a combo on hit, but on block, it's it's safe, um, but there's a gap in between the, the two hits. So what you can do is you can do like a dragon punch or a super or something. Yeah. And so um, I was like, man, this guy, this guy is listening to buttons, isn't he? And so I did a crouch mid punch. I did the quarter circle and I pressed like, I pressed like, I can't remember what I pressed, but it was like something that didn't happen. So uh, it was it like a button that was not binded to anything. Yeah, and, and okay. it, it wasn't bound to anything. And so I pressed that really loud. And, and Jambo did a super. Yeah. And, and I was like... And you're like, oh, you snake. Yeah, you. this guy, man. You snake. Fucking hell. Okay. It, it was then that, like, the whole, like, we have to unbind a button and, like, press buttons just randomly. We would do, like, quarter circle forward and then press the unbound button for a fireball. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then they'll jump. It's like, oh, man. <laughs> And like I would do it too. Like it's not intentional, yeah. but but you know you just you just hear it on the side of your um, next to you. There's you actually one you know, guy oh, in Tekken that's actually uh, he's not in the competitive scene. He's um, you know how like in Tekken there's actually a couple of groups. Yeah. Yeah. So you know you have us, but then we sort of or I sort of branch off to other groups um, for Tekken. There's yeah. there's a group in North Shore. There's a group in. Uh, like uh, there's there's Thomas's group, the Koreans, yeah, and then there's another group which is um you know Data Link, Virtual Bacon, Milky, yeah. and all of those guys, and um 
Yeah, and then there's this one guy in that group that listens to buttons. And, oh, yeah. yeah, and Data Link actually came up to me. Um, and he's like, man, like, this stick, man, there's like no sound. It's like, is, is Steve actually pressing any buttons? <laughs> you, know, it's like, you know, and um, and I think that he was like sort of using it, like using my controller. And then he was like trying to like press buttons. But he was also like doing like he was also doing a drum beat yeah. to like Sandstorm. Oh yeah, you know, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like oh my god, man, yeah. you funny guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how did that come about? Like, you know, did you just see like these foam that's like, oh, silent your buttons? No, no, no. Um, that was actually in Street Fighter Five. It was it was long after uh, that thing actually happened, but um, we were trying to strategize it and and just press random buttons. And I think it, we still do it sometimes. Uh, but yeah, I mean. Street Fighter 4, uh, so me, Chris, and Jambo were were doing that. And um, <clears throat> we were playing, we played like a lot, like at least a couple times a week would be at my place, just yeah. playing all day or all night. And um, Wish you'd do that with Tekken, man. Oh, I don't know, man. It's, it's, it's hard to do it so much now. But um, yeah, so that's when I started entering Standing Fierce tournaments. Uh, because they didn't generally have Tekken there. Yeah. Because, you know, it wasn't really a home game because everybody used to just go to the arcade and play. That's what I didn't really like anymore. It sort of split up the the whole community. Yeah. It's, now it's sort of bringing people in, but... It's bringing people together. It's more, great. I think that, you know, at the end of the day, um, more people just need to show up for Rambats or more people need to host for, like, you know, maybe home sessions where there's going to be like you know five setups and yeah I but think... it's, it's really hard especially like i mean this pl- this place would probably be pretty good for that but even then oh you mean my place yeah we've all we've actually had a few yeah you have um it would be good it's so and, you hot, know like though. um rambo's place or oh no not rambo's place like chicago pen yeah yeah um but the problem is like it's it's still kind of hard to get to yeah for yeah. people that don't have cars also there's a bit of a trust issue like sometimes you know let's say if your friend invites a friend uh, that plays tech and you're like okay i don't know who the hell this is yeah you know it's just like dude man i don't want you taking off with my controllers or something like that you man know? about that so i had a i had a Tekken session right yeah um and i can't remember why i did it i think I can't remember if it was because someone was was here from overseas or what, but um, I had a Tekken session at my place, and I can't remember who it was, but someone invited Seville. Yeah. And I didn't know Seville at the time. I, I'd, I'd never seen him, never played him or anything. Yeah. And, like, like, I don't mean this in a bad way, but, like, he was such a dick. <laughs> um, he is he, a ma- like, he is really really cocky when you first meet him yeah I had the worst impression of him like he'd come over and be like yo Jamie what's the Wi-Fi password like that's almost the first thing he asked me mm. it's like what the hell um, like who is this guy right yeah exactly and and he would um, he was like really cocky as well yeah and like he's like enough, oh he no I like, can beat him yeah I can beat that guy oh yeah that guy yeah, yeah I can yeah. beat him yeah. yeah yeah and I was like man this guy's a dick and he he was like talking a lot of shit and i just realized that's just who he is yeah that's just who he is and he was like young and stupid like i was um you talked a lot of shit when you were like you know when i first met you did i like i remembered how how we met was 
I recovered from my, um, you know, from my broken leg. Yeah. And um, I was hanging out with my friend, Sonny. Yep. Do you remember Sonny? Uh, nope. The Indian law player? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so um, he taught me how to play Xiaoyu. Uh, oh, because yeah. he knew how to play everyone. So all the basic combos and stuff he'll know. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, he was the one that taught me how to, like, up four, three, four. That's, like, my panic button. Your, no, that was not your panic button. That's the move that you do at the start of the round every single time. Yeah. At the time. Yeah. So that that's sort of, you know, I, I kind of evolved from that. But that was sort of, like, you know, the main bread and butter for me. Is yeah. up four, three, plus four shooting stuff. So, um... What oh, I did, yeah. What I did was I went into town with them. This is when I wasn't working because I just recovered yeah. from from the broken leg, and um, so he just told me, he "Goes, oh no, just come, come to the, uh, uh, just just come to the arcade with me." So because we took the same bus, yeah. Like he'll be like, hey, "I'm on the bus now," and I'll be like, hey, "Cool, jump on." So um, I'll see him, and then we'll sit together. And then he tells me about, like, you know, the ranks, how it works, and things like that. Because, you know, back then, when when rankings were you know, introduced, you're like, what is, like, first Caillou and things like that? Like, yeah. So, for me, is I was, like, what, fifth Caillou at, at one point? And yeah. that's when he started telling me about the Dan's and the, you know, and oh, all yeah, those yeah. others. Yeah. And um, when we got there, I remembered that there was now Zinky, yeah. who was yeah. playing... But he was playing a thing with, uh, that's called Kung Fu Nutsex. Was that his, what that that was, his name? That was his name, Kung wow. Fu Nutsex. I'm surprised Namco let that happen. Yeah. So, <laughs> Kung Fu Nutsex. And uh, and then basically you were playing bears when I saw him. I'm like, I'm like, whoa, this guy's playing really? bears. That's so weird. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And then all of a sudden you started playing Xiaoyu. And I'm like, damn, this guy's good. And then I went up to you and I was like, I was like, hey, bro, can you teach me how to Xiaoyu? And then you're like, nah, I don't know how to play. Oh, really? <laughs> and, I'm like, and I'm like, what a dick, this guy. <laughs> well, I probably didn't know how to play Xiaoyu at the time. Oh, no, you you, you knew, you know. Did like, I? There was, like, moves that, <laughs> Man, you know, I'm like, dick. I'm like, whoa, this is awesome. Man, what Xiaoyu a... Xiaoyu was cool. I was such a dick. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and then I guess that that's when, that, that's when I sort of knew who you were. Yeah. And then I started showing up to, like, random tournaments. I wasn't really good. Like, I was sort of, like introduced to the scene yeah and that's when i sort of go uh, like that's when i sort of was introduced to tekken zaibatsu that's when i signed up and i'm like yeah. hey everyone um yeah everyone used to talk on tekken zaibatsu but nobody really used to talk at the arcade itself because everyone was like shy and young and and kind of awkward they also <laughs> talked a lot of shit you know yeah, um yeah, they did. amongst each other yeah and then when they came to when they went to town they're just like oh yeah 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 it's because everybody back then were keyboard warriors. Yeah. Everyone talked a lot of shit, but didn't back it up in game or, or like... We called person. it Shortland Street at one point. Did we? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, it's like, it's Shortland Street all over again. Yeah. Because all I remembered was there was beef between, like back then, man, I reckon that this would make great kayfabe. Like, you know, just like in wrestling, you know, how you have a persona, yeah, there's yeah. a storyline yeah. and things like who betrayed who and yeah, things. Yeah. So like, I know that there was beef between, uh, Kepler and Liji or Lee Really? Yeah. Lee was like the happiest guy you could ever meet. He was also a car chicken. Was he? Yeah. I don't remember that. So, so Kepler wasn't happy with that. 
Oh, and yeah. then there was there was Zenki and Big B. That was the biggest one. Yeah. Yeah. Big and B then, man, that guy. And then there was D Sam and Vince. Yeah, D Sam and Vince used to play a lot, and they were like hardcore rivals. I don't yeah. know. I don't know if I had a rival as such. Um, maybe Dion. That guy, like, we used to play a lot, and he used to just. At you fans, he would he would have like twenty bucks in coins. Didn't, didn't on his you call phone. him a scrub? Uh, I don't remember doing that, but I probably did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure you're like you're like oh nah, my god I, man! No, nah, like... I don't think I did because um he was like a real scary dude. Oh uh, okay. Uh, and he was always really angry when he plays. Even if he wins, he was like he he always seemed like, like he was bullshit, real angry. bullshit. Yeah, and yeah. like he'd want to like punch someone or like oh yeah get nah. in a fight with someone. So I was like real timid. Yeah. Um, around him. Um, yeah, but he would put on like twenty dollars in coins. Uh, and he'll just continue playing me. He wouldn't let anybody jump on until he beats me. And <laughs> I, I, th- I think he was like that with anyone, actually. He'll just, um, he'll not let anybody jump on until he wins against someone. Yeah, yeah. Um, which, which is fair enough. But like, yeah, uh, he was, yeah, it was it was scary playing against him. But his play style was so annoying to play against. Because he'd run into your face and either draw Dragon Tail or an upward four. And back then, reactions were not a thing. Like, we yeah. couldn't block Dragon Tail on reaction. I remember being good friends with this other guy named Luke, who yeah. also oh, played... that's the who also, guy, eh? Yeah, who also played Law. Yeah. And that dude was fucking annoying. Was like, he? he was a watered-down version of Dion. Yeah. But, but, like, you know, you just lose to his stuff. It's just like, okay, well, cool. Like, he'll be the ones that would... Like, you know, obviously what Dan Banter would say now, why would you do that? Yeah. Like, you know, they'll just run up to you and then he'll just like, you know, he th- you think that he might do a dragon tail, yeah. but then he'll do double somersault. Yeah, that's, that's like, what Dion what? used to do as well. It's so funny. Like, he'll do the single somersault. <laughs> he'll, do it, he'll do it like five times and you'll be like, oh, the double one's coming now. Yeah, yeah. He won't do it. And you're like, oh, I'm going to just punish the single somersault. And you get hit by a fucking double somersault. <laughs> Fucks you off so much, man. Like... That, that was, like, so cheap back that in the day. That was cancer. That was so cheap. But, like, looking back at it, man, we were fucking scrubs. We were. <laughs> we were terrible at the game. Yeah. Just throwing out Hail Marys. That's all yeah. I could... That, that's all I remember. Yeah, but, like, I used to... Like, even back then, I used to still try to play extremely safe. Like, Julia's hop kicks, it was up forward 4-3. Mm. And you could confirm the 4. Yeah. Like, it was really hard to do it, but you could confirm the 4. Because the up forward 4-3 was minus 15 you could launch it yeah she had up forward four three one, which you could jab interrupt or sidestep yeah but um like i didn't want me to myself to get punished at all so i kept trying to actually confirm the the first hop kick into the second hit and like like since then i've just been trying to play like a really really honest and like no gimmick style uh, and I, i've always played like that so that's how i play in street fighter that's how i play in tekken everything <clears throat> yeah well there's that and yeah uh, i don't know man like there's just so many games that we played uh ever since we knew each other like do you remember us playing para para paradise back oh, then oh man ba- fuck that was <laughs> that was so cool I love para, para paradise we were like you know we we enjoyed that game it was I so campy mate but... i learned <laughs> So many dances for Paraphrase. I learned like the most homo ones ever. 
It's I, so I learned, girly, man. There was the, the song called Deluxe and the song called Anniversary, and both of those were so gay. And like, I, I, I don't know what the fuck I was thinking, eh? But like, I, I danced to that at you fans in front of a crowd, and I just had the biggest grin on my face, eh? I knew it was like so, so. It's like, so campy. Yeah. That, that's so, uh, honestly that. Um, that game is really like feminine, yeah. in a way, like. But that, but that game was just—it was so cool because like it was fun. It was different. It was different yeah, yeah. It wasn't like you sit down and you press buttons. Like it was, a, a, it was sensors, man. That was revolutionary at the time. Yeah. Um, but, another dancing game that you got into, like you know, you kind of drop ticking in a way, was um, ITG. Well, no, I used to play DDR a long time ago as well. I've, yeah. I've been playing DDR for a long time. So um, when I played ITG, it was kind of like. It, well, what ITG is, it's essentially DDR with a theme or a skin. Um, and yeah, so ITG is, is just that really. Um, so there's this thing called Step Mania, mm-hmm. which is basically like a, a free version of DDR for PC. Um, and what ITG did was they made, they just put a theme on top of Step Mania yeah. and released it as a game. And they got sued for it, didn't they? Yeah, they got sued by Konami because um, it was obviously way too similar as a game. It was a good. Um, it was definitely good because what I've actually found about ITG is that uh, the step charts are a lot easier to read. Sorry, that's the first thing. The step charts are a lot easier to read on what ITG on ITG like just the arrows. Um, no, you mean because of the theme? Yeah, yeah. So the problem with DDR was there's a background video. Also flashing lights, man. Yeah, so the background video is was really bright, and the the arrows you couldn't change the arrows to become a color that was like very distinguishable from the background video. Mm-hmm. And so um, when you play, you even, get distracted. Yeah, you get distracted because like the the arrows are like kind of um, camouflaged in between the the uh, with the background. Yeah. So it's hard to see, especially when you're watching like when you're playing like a hard song mm-hmm. or a, or a fast song. So, yeah, so what ITG did was give you the ability to disable the background or change the notes to a different color. Yeah. But even then, like, the the default note color was actually a lot easier to distinguish from the background. Exactly. So it was, it was good. Yeah, you were quite good at that game. Oh, yeah, I, I, I was... loved that game as well. I, I played so Yeah, much. you and my flatmate just went hard, man. Aaron? Yeah, yeah Aaron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was that was good times. Yeah, you could he, actually... he, he loves those uh, pendulum songs. Pendulum songs, is it? Yeah. Were they those like what thirteens or something? Oh uh, yeah, maybe like twelve, thirteens. Oh jeez. Yeah, they're just like long songs, really. He's just really he has the stamina for them. Yeah, he does. But yeah, he I think he was your D Sam for ITG. Like you beat him, he'll beat you. Um. Did my hmm? Who was my rival for ITG? I don't, I don't know. Uh, I think it was Icy. Icy, but that was like later on. Um, I don't think I really had a rival because we didn't, I didn't really try to get good scores or anything. Like mm-hmm. um, when I was playing ITG, I just tried to pass the song and that's all I really tried to do. But um, the win, I can't remember what happened, but eventually I just really started trying to get good scores mm-hmm. oh Ricky you remember Ricky yes that, um, Tubby yeah Tubby 
uh, or Chubi as I used to think it was because you could only have four letters in the characters in the um, in the what is it the score screen yeah, yeah so I always used to think it was Chubi and and yeah so um, he was like really really good he would get tri, tri stars like every every song he plays mm-hmm. and I'll be like man that's such a good score and then he was um, crazy at the game he man. was he really was, fucking good he was like you know like next level yeah he was definitely like next level and um so he like inspired me to get really good at mm-hmm. the game and so i played and eventually i got a star in one of the songs and yeah. I was like, oh my god that's so cool i remember <laughs> i remember this very very clearly this is when uh, you weren't as good on itg but um i was hanging out with golden hedgehog yeah, jeremy yeah, yeah um at the time and um I remember bumping into you at, uh, you know, in, in Ye Funds, and you're like, hey, what are you doing, man? And I'm like, I'm like, oh, we're going to go to, um, we're going to go time zone. And you're like, yeah, cool, let's go. Yeah. And then you just tag along, and then um, I sat down. I think that I came from a party or something. Yeah. And then um, you and Jeremy just went into the ITG machine and started playing. Mm. And, then, and then all of a sudden, like, when you finish your session, you're sitting, like... You're sitting on the chair, yeah, and then you're like, "Oh man, I don't feel so good," and I'm like, oh, "This is this is right after I had Wendy's." Yes, I went yes. to Wendy's, and then we came down. We played ITG. Holy shit, I felt so terrible. Why the fuck did I play? I played a dancing game right after eating a you meal. You were playing Can't Stop. Oh, was I? Yeah, and then basically it was that crossover game. Uh, like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. And, and I think that back then you did a lot of moving because, you know, now you just sort of do the heel toe. Yeah, like, yeah. Which is a lot easier. But yeah. back then you used to, like, move your whole body and yeah. things like that. And then, and then so I saw this guy. He was sitting on the ground, like, I mean, on the, on the chair. And then he just did not look. He was pale. You were pale. And then so I was like, I was like dude, are you all right? And then you're like, oh, no, nah, I don't feel very good. So I went out of that, of that ITG room. Yeah. And then you're looking, you're looking down and then onto the ground. And I'm like, okay, crap, this guy doesn't feel so good. So I went out, um, you know, because I got called to, you know, for something. I think uh, yeah. it was Chi or someone that, that called me. So I went there and I was like, oh, shit, is Jamie all right? So I went back into the room. You had your head looking upwards and then you had, you were drooling. <laughs> and then and then I was like, dude, what the hell? And then and then I looked down and then just where your foot was, there was like this big puddle of like vomit right there. And yeah, I'm like, man. oh dude. That was the dumbest idea <laughs> to, to play a dancer game and like play something that would tire me out a lot, uh, right after eating. That was so bad. Yeah, that was really bad. <laughs> yeah, that was the time that I remembered. I was like, holy shit. Yeah. That was a holy shit moment. But yeah, so um, around those times, uh, I used to hop in between Tekken and Street Fighter and ITG. So I'd like wait in line for ITG. And then once I finished my credit, because there were four songs in a credit, so each credit was like maybe 20 minutes. It Mm -hmm. was a long long time. Depending on who was playing, sometimes it was even longer. And you'd have to wait for so long. So I'd play play Tekken and Street Fighter while I'm waiting. Um, 
and I'd like get on the ticking machine and I'd be like sweating like crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone's like, ooh, disgusting. Yeah, it was pretty gross. Oh man, I used to remember when you did that and then you came and sat next to me and you're like, sup? And then like, it was like this sweaty arm that was like sort of, because you know, in Tekken 6, it was, um, it was sort of side by side, not yeah, back to back. Yeah. yeah. And then like, you'll just be like rubbing that, like that sweaty arm, like, you know, and I'm like, what the hell, man? That's disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. But that was fun, man. I, I really enjoyed those no, days. No, those days were so good. Like, this is what, what this is when we were, like, early 20s, early to mid 20s. Those are the fun times. Yeah, I think early 20s. Yeah. And then, uh, and then I remembered, and uh, there, there was a few characters that we've come across, you know, in, in the whole uh, time zone yeah. sort of thing. One of them was, I'm not going to name drop, and plus he's probably not listening in on this, but um, when there was, when it was Thursdays, there used to be half price. Oh, so, oh, oh half price Thursdays. Yeah, yeah half yep. price Thursdays. So rather than using our our time zone cards, they'll give us like you know just a normal card. Yeah. Um, we'll pay six dollars, and then that's our half price, and then we can top it up anytime we want. Yeah. And so what I'll do is because Tekken is always <laughs> full, always full in those times. Yeah. Yeah, I'll just be like, you know, fuck this. I'm just gonna play Blaze Blue. Yeah. So. In order for, for me to recognize my card, because everyone, um, once you go to a Tekken machine, like, it's just like everybody's cards on the machine. Yeah. You yeah. know, that's just to indicate that, you know, I'm next. Yeah. And, and, and this is the line. Because it was before it was coins. Yeah. Just put coins on the, on the machine. Exactly. And, and so what happened was, um, to, to distinguish my card, I, like, I took like a vivid yeah. and I drew this massive hairy penis like on my on my card and they'll be like okay this is my card so what i did was in blaze blue i think it was vincent our friend that plays you know all those dance games he was on blaze blue some random guy was was like you know playing him yeah i put my card down like on his side because it looks like he was losing yeah he takes it and then he scrunches it up and he chucks it and i'm like and then i said and i said to him i was like what the fuck man like pick it up and then he's like, what, what? And I was like, pick up my card. Yeah, and it was just about one of those times where, you know, there was a fight that was going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, it was just like, you know, and then people was going to be like, what's going on, guys? Yeah. Yeah, I, because, yeah, I was like, dude, you scrunched up <laughs> my card and you chucked it away. Yeah. Like, what the hell? And then, so pretty much, um, yeah, everything calmed down. And then he lost. And I was like, get off, it's my turn. And he's like, oh, is that what it's for? Yeah. Yeah, and then he helps off. Yeah. And then and, was... and did you could you play with your card still? No, I had to get another one. So there was credit on that card, right? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. What so I had to no, I had to get another one. I said, Can you transfer? Oh yeah. Yeah, there yeah. was still money in it and stuff like that. So, oh okay, yeah. yeah. But back then, you know, six dollars went a long way, man. Now six dollars is like nothing. Well, I mean you, yeah, you don't really go to the arcade anymore. So no. they don't have they don't have Street Fighter anymore. In, it was not the latest version anyway. Yeah. Um, they don't have the latest version of Tekken. They don't have ITG. So there's no point for me to even go there now. Fair, mm. fair enough. Fair enough. But yeah, those are good days. Yeah. In those times, oh, and we so... used to always go to. I remember there was another time when uh, I used to work in town. Yeah. And um, I think that the uh, that those were the days that I got to know you guys a lot better. Yeah. Because back then I used to. That's the reason how I met Aaron. Is that me and him were weekend boys? Yeah. Yeah, because we all worked. Um, you guys had uni. Yeah, we had uni. So yeah, we I, de- I was I was working already. You see. Oh yeah. So um, I can only make time in the weekend. Yeah. And and same as him, 
So we used to just always just meet up and just play Tekken and yeah. things like that. And then you guys would just be weekdays. But then um, when I... Obviously, we knew each other. Mm. And because tournaments were on weekends anyway. Yeah. Um, in the weekday, um, because that's when I started my new job, um, I came down and then you guys were like, hey, hey, look, it's Steve. It's Steve. It's Cardo. Hey. I'm like, oh, hey, how's it? How's everything? And then you're like, no, nah, nothing, man. Nothing. Let's, let's go to dinner. Let's go out to dinner. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then that was sort of like, you know, when I was like sort of eating out now. Like, yeah. because back then I used to just go home, like eat at home. Yeah, because you don't want to spend money on food. Exactly. Eh? But yeah. then that's that's when I sort of became a foodie. Like, I was, I was always a foodie. Yeah. But like, you know, now like I'm like living, you know, like sort of working in the city and things like that. Yeah. You know, and then I meet up with you guys, and it's like, hey, let's go, let's go for food. Yeah, because we always used to go go for dinner. We used to go to Mentats like all the time. You went to Mentats. That was your staple food. No, it wasn't you're mine. Like, it was... I remember that one time we went to Korean barbecue, and then you're like, nah, nah, let's go Mentats. Let's go Mentats. Did I? Yeah, because I, because I, I like didn't actually mind. You were we the went, first but... person that actually like you know that was mentioning Mentats. No, that was Zenki. I'm pretty sure it wasn't me. I was introduced he to tried... Mentats by one of the. One of the Tekken players. I don't okay. know who it was, but we always used to go to Mentats because it was like always open. And it was cheap. <laughs> yeah, and it was cheap. And it was nice food back then. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I mean, it's still nice food now, but there's other there's places choices, that... Yeah. yeah, more choices. But back then, Mentats was, you know, the was shit. It was the place to be, yeah. Yeah, it was the for, shit. For dinner. Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> but yeah, like, uh, next question there. Let's take a look. Oh, yeah, this is that's the one. Yeah, I was asking, like, blackout and i'm pretty sure i'm gonna ask everyone this yeah but uh i'm not gonna say tekken like who is your fighting game waifu julia julia not cammy julia not cammy not cammy why not well, but I you mean, like cammy yeah she's cool i like all the characters that i've played so far i played in street fighter i, I played chun li i played cammy uh i can also play laura and mika but I wouldn't consider any of those. So it's always Julia. Yeah, because because Julia was like the first character that I played. Well, not first character that I played, but you know the first person, the first time I ever thought like, oh, I have a main character. Yeah. And that's Julia because you know I got bodied at at Tekken Tag One with Julia. So, so Julia beat you up and then you fell in love. Yeah. Okay. That's it. Fair enough. <laughs> that's... So, no, but, you know, imagining Julia as a waifu, it's just like, it's like, oh man, she's like a hippie, you know, is she going to like make me into a vegan or something? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I don't really follow the story too much, so I won't. But she's there. a hippie. You can see those yeah, like headdresses and... Man, she was so fucking hot in Tekken 5. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, she had this headdress, which was like 500k. And, you actually and... saved up for that, eh? Yeah, yeah I, I remember. That. that was so good. I remember you were like going, man, you know, I can finally get my headdress. This is back in like, on, on Tekken Zaibatsu. You were like, yeah. I can get it, I can get it. Yeah, yeah, I played her so much just so I could get that. It was so good. Um, um, and yeah, so... And I... you can't trial. You cannot trial, um, like, you know, the... What it looks like. What it looks like yeah. and stuff. You just have to buy it. You just have to buy it, yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, well, back then you went on Tekken's Ibatsu and looked at the... Looked at the... Was it the Tekken official guide or something? Yeah. And they had all the... Um, all the images of what the customizations look like. Yeah. So I got that. Back uh, then there wasn't really much customizations for, like, top, bottom, or anything like that. It was just sort of, like... 
uh, head uh, yeah. for your face and colours colour scheme yeah colours mostly yeah. so I, I dressed up my Julia in all red and um, headdress and the headdress um, it's actually quite funny now because I I choose red for every single character I ever play yeah um no, you chose pink back in Tekken 6. No, no, no. Everything like, was pink. Like now, I, I pick red. Really? And back okay. then, Julia was my main character, and she was all red as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Lily was red at one point as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so I pick red now because red is like this meme where red's faster. I'm not sure if you know about it, but back in Street Fighter 2, uh, when you play Ken Mirrors... So one's blue and one's red. Yeah. And everyone used to say, oh, red's faster. Yeah. So, like, you should always pick red. And, like, <laughs> that, that's, yeah, that's what I what I do. Um, it might not look the best. Um, I, I like, like, blue usually looks better. Or purple, maybe, yeah. sometimes, depending on the character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But I always pick red. And everyone's like, man, uh, when, I, when I play in tournaments, they're like, oh, I'm not liking this character. I mean, this costume choice. <laughs> You you were always a massive troll in your like in your costume picks though. Yeah, yeah. Like um, it wasn't really about the looking cool. It was just like, haha, this looks cool because <laughs> it it looks funny. Yeah, like um, I used my, to remember my hard you, gay lore. Yeah. <laughs> nah, you. There was another one in Tekken Five days where um, your devil gin was called Tropical Snow. Uh, it was called Tropical Flavor. Yeah, that's the one. Uh, I had like different color for everything, every part of his body, and um. A different colour and I, th- I thought it looked really cool well you probably still think it looks really cool yeah I mean I, I wish I I wish I had you, you have a of lot of silly costumes back I, in the days yeah I wish I had photos of um, those things mm. yeah that's the reason why you always got to take a picture yeah but yep. only now you, I probably have pictures of everything but I need to remember I mean uh, I think that in the chat there before when we were talking about Para Para Paradise um, I think i have a video of you <laughs> like, actually yeah you were like you were playing it and you were in a suit as well because you did a presentation that day at uni oh did i <laughs> yeah. Oh <And>, shit! <laughs> yeah you were in a suit and you're like you know doing like this para para stuff and then no 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 i never did that no. oh and i also remember you don't I have also... a video at all <laughs> i also have a video of <laughs> daryl d sam yeah. remember that remember that dragon punch game yeah. Yeah, he tried to kick it and then oh, he yeah. fully missed. He fully missed? Oh, <laughs> wow. It was so funny. It was the funniest shit ever. <laughs> so, yeah, I might I might just go through the archives and see if I can find it. No, I'm not going to share it. I'm not going to share it. I'll probably give it to you. Yeah. But that's about it, really. It's not going to see that. Nah, you're not, you're not going to find it. I swear you're not going to find it. Well, come on, man. You... <laughs> you you actually like posted up a uh, like a picture of me like being like seriously like camp, like I was really? like sitting in front of I, I was doing the peace sign and I had this really gay smirk on my <laughs> face, and then you thought it was funny. I'm like, geez, that's so dumb. Don't take it off, bro. <laughs> that's so ugly. Yeah, but that's the that's the kind of the time that we kind of, we started learning that once something's on the internet it's, it, it's, it's never yeah, gonna it's never gonna get yeah. it's never gonna leave the internet well this is probably gonna you know never leave and then our kids will probably find and just but hey look it's our dads oh yeah and it's like oh crap <laughs> yeah that's, <laughs> that's kind of weird thinking about that but yeah i guess so man this display picture is pretty cool 
Yeah, I, no. I really what do you know... think of it? What do you think of it? it? You said it didn't really look like you. Yeah, I don't think it really looks like me, but then I don't really know how you, how I would change it to make it look like me more. I think, you know, if you stare at it long enough, it'll be like, yeah, that's Jamie. Yeah, but you could probably say that about any Asian dude, really. Well, I think that I look like me. Yeah, yours yours looks like you. Oh, um, except, you know, uh, that looked, you know, that, that was like sort of the look that I had maybe five years ago. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, you rock a different hairstyle now, wear different clothes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he drew the beard, though, which is which is a bonus. That's cool, man. Uh, the beard makes it look way, way better, I think. And yeah, it makes well, you look way better. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'll, I'll never actually go clean shaven again. Yeah, I had I had a beard before. Um, I didn't. It was kind of patchy. Yeah, it was. You really, needed to sort was, of dress it up a bit. It was you know? really badly. It really badly grew. Like on one side, like there was just a patch where it didn't grow, and then on the other side, it was a different patch that didn't grow. <laughs> and like you know, you have to grow it for a really long time to make it not look obvious. Well, that was the funniest thing because Ping, yeah. like um, when when I left for overseas, and I came back, and then he said that he's never shaved. Like ever since I left, mm. and all he had was like this dirty as mustache and this dirty as like go goatsy, goatsy, uh, uh, goatsy, goatee, it's a, it's a goatsy. goatsy. Oh god, yeah, yeah goatsy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh no, um, nah, uh, that's gonna stick. Yeah, when I <laughs> when I don't shave for like a couple days, then it starts to show. So, um. Yeah, like, if I really want to grow one, it, it doesn't actually take that long. Yeah. But to make it look decent, it takes a long you time. You need to shape it. That's the thing. Like, yeah. you know, from the get-go, you need to start shaping it. Yeah. Yeah. But, but I mean, like, it was fun. It was an experiment for me because it, mm. be, it was the first time that I've ever started growing. Yeah. Um, but I'm not sure if I'll do it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you need to sort of... I think that, like... The older you get, though, like, you know, you're going to end up having more facial hair. Yeah, probably. Yeah, that's what it is. That's just how I started. I think I started my facial hair around about, what, 28? Yeah. Yeah, and I'm like 31 now, so... Oh, yeah? Yeah. We're, right. we're both old, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm 30 now. Yeah. I'm pretty old. But, yeah. you know, I, I still play a lot of games. Um, I'm, I'm actually trying to work on something to hopefully... Give You're me... trying to get into the esports, eh? When, you know, in the full fighting game community. Yeah, yeah. So I'm trying to, I'm trying to do something to tell us about, you know, to the allow e-sports. me to, um, like, without giving too much away. I just want to. I'm trying to develop an app or a website that will hopefully have ad revenue and stuff, and, mm-hmm. and allow me to travel overseas and play games because I love playing games. <laughs> and you know, well, uh, don't I, we all? I see all these people. Um, traveling around the world like every second weekend or every weekend even and they enter tournaments uh, in, in Street Fighter you'll, you'll see that with like what Tanukana and uh, like um, you know JDCR yeah it's Saint. mostly in Street Fighter but for for Tekken yeah you see JDCR and Saint mostly mm-hmm. um, I nee. think I think Ni nee and you are gonna are also gonna be um, traveling Help around me doesn't really travel that much anymore eh help me yeah i don't i don't think he does much i don't think he ever really did that much okay um but now that there's the tekken world tour i think a lot of people will so the capcom pro tour has been out for a while now and 
there are sponsored players that go around all around the world like every every one or two weekends mm-hmm. into a different country to play a tournament and that that is so awesome and like even players that are not even that good like um there's an australian player called burnout yeah and he plays delson and he like he's not like world ranked or anything but he he does travel along um to these tournaments. so he just likes to sort of you know get his name out there participate in every single tournament yeah well he's sponsored interact. by he's sponsored by challenge twitch and i think player.me oh okay and um he he travels around like he's he's a really good player right, right. but he's not like a winner tournament type player right like mm-hmm. he, he can get maybe get out of his pool in a in a big tournament but then not really go further than that mm-hmm. um but even that, like he, even he travels the world and, and plays games. I wonder who, so cool. like, I wonder how they get the money for it. I'm pretty sure, like, maybe their sponsors pay for it. Yeah, or well, they they would, or, or I'm not sure how how he does it. But it's really cool, and it's something that I want to at least do for you know a little bit. Well, if I do manage to get, like, you know, obviously I want to focus on, um, you know, personally for me is I want to focus on different things as well as the game. Such yeah. as, you know, um, working on this podcast, yeah. getting as much people as possible, maybe even get some Aussies or overseas people to, you know, to do this with me if, yeah. if it gets that far. Yeah. And um, maybe, you know, if I do get sponsors and things like that, you know, I, I wouldn't mind taking like, let's say like maybe six months off work and just travel the world and, yeah. you know, just, just enter all these tournaments yeah it would be so fun to do that yeah um, like, i think that... i wouldn't like to do it long term because no. it's really mentally draining but i would really like to do it for like six months to a year or something not, maybe not the year but like um yeah if i do it for a year maybe like one tournament every like maybe two or three weeks um it would be it would be so cool to do that not but... to mention the fame and stuff i think that for me is that i wouldn't want to be a meme <laughs> why not i don't know like it's it's just I'm that type of person. It's like, you know, I just want to sort of stay away from the spotlight. Like, yeah. I just don't like having the spotlight on me. It's like, nah, nah, that's, that's scary, man. That's scary. No, yeah, I don't want to do that. He can't, he can't win like big tournaments, but he can come to New Zealand and body us for free. You reckon? Yeah, he, he has done it. He's done it twice. <laughs> he won, he won red zone number one and he won uh, first blood. That's the he's he's done it twice now. Hmm. Someone's saying that I am a meme. Yeah. Um. Oh, really? <laughs> I don't remember that, but yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um. So back at uh, tournaments, how you said I'm a tournament fan. Yeah, I've been entering tournaments like pretty much ever since I started playing Tekken. Um, I I entered the nationals at. I think the very first tournament I entered was the. Tekken 6.0 Nationals, uh, and I managed to win that, and I won a trip to the Philippines um, with a... I, I managed to get that with Glenn, so he Glenn came second, uh, Carpe Diem, mm-hmm. uh, from Christchurch, and we both went to the Philippines uh, to play in this tournament, this international tournament, and it was the very first time that Namco had ever done that. Mm-hmm. Um, the very first time that Namco has ever done like an international t- kind of tournament. Um there was two people from Philippines, one from Australia, and two from New Zealand. Mm-hmm. Um, and I managed to yeah. come third in that tournament, um, and it was it was amazing, man. Like it was so cool, um, especially in the Philippines. So you know how New Zealand is like quite a small country. Mm-hmm. Um, there's not that many players. Everyone kind of knows everyone. Yeah. When you go to the Philippines, man, like 
It's a smaller country, even. There are so many people there. I can't, I can't even, ex- uh, I can't exaggerate this enough. But there's so many people there that when you go there, you know how dairies for us mm-hmm. are like on every corner. Yeah. That's time zones in the Philippines, in Manila. There are time zones everywhere. Like every corner you go to, there's a there's a time zone. So, so like Japan. Uh, well, Japan's not really like that. There's like a center where there is, um, like maybe three or four arcades. Mm-hmm. But other than that, there's like not that many outside of that. I think that in the Philippines, if they actually bring, um, you know, FR. Yeah. Yeah. That would be crazy. Like, you know, it'll be yeah. the internet, like, because everyone, everything's connected to the internet and yeah, it's just crazy, you know, with all the amount of people that play. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So you go to, you go to a time zone, right? Yeah. And there is like maybe four Tekken machines and there's like maybe three or four people lining up Mm -hmm. with each machine right and you go down the road to the next time zone and there's exactly the same thing there's four machines there's like three or four people lining up on each machine and there's that just in every single time zone and it's so awesome like there's just so many players and like i sort of fell in love with the whole scene in um in uh, japan like i said I i went to japan um on the first night um we had a few beers and like had some like sort of yaki niku sort of stuff yeah or yakitori sorry yakitori yeah. and uh yeah and then basically we went to the local arcade and i brought a card and next thing i know it's just like you know when when you first go to the screen you know of the versus screen like you're versing the computer yeah just when it finishes so, loading it's like a new, new challenger. challenger yeah and it's like holy crap man this is great like well that's I, the thing I... I got up to green ranks in like two days yeah, me too, yeah. me too, yeah. The, the thing is, like, it's cool, but I really didn't like the online arcade style. Because when you go to an arcade, you go there and the atmosphere is that you're playing against people that are there with you. Mm-hmm. But when you go to the arcade in Tekken 7, it's like you're at home. You, you go, yeah. you, you, you sit on a machine, you put in your money, and then you just play against some random dude somewhere in japan Mm -hmm. and then um you just keep revenging some random dude in japan right and then you just you beat them they don't revenge back you 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 play someone else and then it's another random dude like i really didn't like that as that aspect of it because this but the thing is that there's always someone to play yeah that's right but when you go there there's like maybe eight machines or something yeah but you know why don't you why can't you play those eight players and that's what actually what I did. You know um, KYSG? Yeah. The combo video makers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I made... Uh, I'm sorry, I met up with the guy, uh, Yo. Mm-hmm. Uh, he made most of the most of the KYSG videos back in Tekken 5. Um, and I met up with him. I had dinner with him. And I, I played him in Tekken. He's actually really good as well. Um, because the, the, the perception is most people that make combo videos are not actually that good at the game. Mm-hmm. Um, so is that I, what you think? Or that's that what, what a lot of people think. Okay. Um, so, I mean, I'd never seen him play, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and as far as I understood, like, he just studied a lot of random shit. Yeah. And he used programmable stick to, yeah. to do combos. Um, and so I didn't know if he was good or not. And then I played him and, like, it he was... He bodied you? No, no, no. It was, like, maybe even. Okay. Um... And he, yeah, so he just really surprised me because I, I didn't really have anything to base his skill off. Yeah. Um, and he was re- it was really surprising that um, he was that good. 
Okay. Um, but yeah, it was that was the, the only time of, I ever played Tekken Seven offline. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of uh, you know combo videos and things like that, so we've got one guy who actually thought he was actually really good and made some combo videos, and we all called him out for it. Um, I think that he's had the most interaction with you as who? an individual. Who was this? This was, you know, my video, you know, that guy, that guy that, you know, sort of talks shit to everyone, TK. Oh, yeah? Yeah, so, like, you know, with him, I mean, you were the only person that I, you know, that, that pretty much versed him and totally bodied him on camera and everything, and yeah. um, I think that he's always had, like, a chip on his shoulder, but for me, um, I've always given people benefit of the doubt yeah so for me it's like i'm like okay he's either really really like something must be wrong with him yeah like you know that kind of thing because you know he'll just come out and he'll just be like you know i'm the best i'm best at street fighter and everything yeah but then you know but then when we play him it's just like dude you're nothing you can't even sidestep yeah yeah and then but you know he could be like you know one of those delusional guys or he could be a genius he could be one of those guys that would just be like, you know, comes home, takes off his sunnies and just be like, it's a good day of trolling, guys. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it could be like that. I don't know. I mean, I didn't really give it that much thought, to be honest. Um, but he did actually make some racist comments to you. Yeah, he did. When he, when was, he... he was quite offensive to me. Like, I don't I don't get angry <laughs> that much. Yeah. Um, I used to get angry. I used to get frustrated at a lot of things that I read on the internet. Um, but... At the time, I kind of grew out of that. Uh, and then he came to a tournament, um, an offline tournament, mm -hmm. and he, he caused a lot of trouble for the TOs, uh, and I was one of them. Yeah. Um, and he was, he, yeah, said a whole lot, lot of stuff, which I don't really want to say on, on this. Um, mm -hmm. And I got really frustrated and really angry um, for pretty much the rest of the day I, I couldn't that just ruined your day eh? yeah it completely ruined my day and i didn't i tried not to like i know i didn't um i didn't like say anything offensive towards him but yeah. he would just continue to um i think the only person yeah. that sort of challenged him really was data link yeah well i mean i told him to talk to dave uh if he's got problems um but i don't think he did he, he just talked a lot of shit to everybody at the mm, tournament mm. just the players yeah uh, and he tried to bribe people for to to win for him to win yeah so um, just to let him win yeah to let him win wow that is that's next level way but yeah um yeah so that's the last i saw of him but i was actually really scared um he used he was talking all the stuff like about how like he would put me in jail or something i don't know exactly how he would do that yeah but um i remember he was, he was threatening me essentially yeah. and after the day of the tournament i was actually really scared to go outside by myself yeah um because yeah he was he was threatening me and yeah like i was just really scared and then i, I went to my car and i was like oh thank god i'm safe yeah um and then yeah it's it, like a scary movie yeah yeah it, <laughs> it, it kind of um it it, it it put me off like everything for maybe a couple of days yeah. after that but yeah i haven't well seen there are since, people so. that would actually say stuff like that but you know he actually said that to data link as well yeah i mean he went i know up to him and he goes and he goes he's like do you know who i am 
and stuff. It's like yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure he's pretty genuine and he means it, but um, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, but you know, like saying that you're really good at the game is one thing, but you know, threatening the other, you know, your fellow players is another. Mm, Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's it's definitely um, you know, that sounds like a troll, but it also sounds like someone who's really troubled. Yeah, I know, like, after a while I thought about it and I was just like, man, I kind of feel sorry for this guy because um, I don't know what he's going through and to to have these kind of comments um, mm-hmm. against someone that's kind of uncalled for. Yeah. It's a good it's, thing it's that, like, you know, sort you know, of, it's a good thing that, you know, he's not in the scene anymore. Yeah, which is a really great weird. thing, really. I mean, that's the last thing we want is just yeah. I'm, I'm actually really worried that he might turn up to one of these events because there is, you know, there's going to be a lot of uh, offline events. Yeah. Um, especially for Tekken, because I think that he's just disappeared off the scene, yeah, which is I actually mean, good. Yeah. He's I mean, probably... I don't, I don't wish any harm for anyone, but I just hope that we don't see him again. Mm, yeah, that's for sure. But uh, yeah, no. Uh, final question before we uh, before we finish off here. Yeah. Um, what do you think of the current fighting community, like fighting game community, and how much do you think it's evolved? And also, how do you think it's gonna turn out in the future? Because obviously, you already know that um, fighting games is quite a niche market in the whole gaming industry. Um, I mean, we've got our own communities and things like that. Um, it's not like League of Legends where it's so massively, you know, uh, popular everywhere. But um, with fighting games, you know, because with the internet these days, you can't really play uh, anyone sort of besides Australia. So yeah. how do you think it's going to sort of plan out? Yeah. Um, I'm not sure. Uh, so you're saying like in New Zealand, right? New Zealand. New yeah. Zealand. Um, yeah, uh, I think with the release of Tekken 7 on console, the um, the the fighting games community, I think, is going to get a lot better. But I think Namco did a really poor job of getting... Um, how do you say like improving the scene because historically they've been a huge arcade game mm-hmm. like up until Tekken 7 FR yeah they've been an arcade basically arcade only game right yeah yeah they've promoted arcade only all the players are like pretty much arcade only games uh players right um and when they released Tekken 7 on console um Street Fighter 5 had been out for a while now at least a year um, oh, it's been more than that. I'm pretty sure there was it, it was a year and maybe like three. No, or four I believe that I okay. Um, I was playing Street Fighter Five before I got married, and we were sort of uh, because I had to reorganize my room, yeah. you know, um, for my wife to move in and things like that. So uh, I didn't have a computer desk, so I was basically playing Street Fighter on the floor, and um, and and you know, and I was playing yeah, I was playing Ryu Street Fighter on the floor, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was playing Street Fighter on the floor, um, you know, with this, like, you know, I was just sitting down on the floor and I was just like, you know, just sort of like back when we were kids, you know, yeah, just yeah, sort yeah. of on the floor, just like with your legs crossed and you're just like, eh, you know, just. Yeah. No, um, Street Fighter 5 came out early 2016, I think. Yep. Um, and 
Tekken 7 came out in July or was it July? June or July? June, yep. I think, um, of this year. So it had been out for about one and a half months. Um, so I... Uh, shit, what was the question? I can't remember. Um, oh yeah, so Street Fighter Five had uh, crossplay mm-hmm. between um, PC and PS4. And that helped uh, develop the community a lot because... Mm-hmm. If, if you can't play, you know, if you've got a PS4 and you, you can't play against people on PC and yeah. vice versa, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that it segregates a community. And in New Zealand, it our community is small as it is. Um, so segregating it further yeah. is just pretty much like kills the kills the game. I do feel that, um, you know, with the community, it, well, our numbers are growing for Tekken. Yeah. Uh, yeah it's, it's growing quite rapidly. And... Um, you know, even though that it's not cross-platform, I think that in a lot of the tournaments these days, offline, yeah. um, Tekken has taken over. Yeah, yeah, in numbers. I, I, I agree. Um, but in terms of growing the scene, mm-hmm. having no cross-play is extremely, like, very detrimental to a community. That's a small community, I mean. Uh, because if, if the community is huge, like, it doesn't matter if there's no crossplay like in america ps4 pc it probably doesn't matter mm-hmm. you can just play like anyone on either cons on either platform right mm-hmm. but in oh sorry xbox as well um <laughs> <laughs> come on uh, but in in new zealand we have to change our steam download region to new south wales yeah because there's just not enough players on pc and like PC's the better console though i'm not gonna say that <laughs> but um we have to do that just to get matches yeah yeah and that is that in itself like tells you how bad it is um for a community if there is no crossplay and ps4 like yeah it's 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 fine because we get games and we can get games against australians as well Mm -hmm. um but if there was crossplay we could just play only kiwis and the connection would be decent and we wouldn't have to worry and have this um oh pc versus ps4 talk yeah Um, yeah because it's the same game, and that, yeah. whereas this is two different games. Yeah, exactly, and it's two different communities within a very small community as it is. Oh, I come and, over to PS4 sometimes. Well, no, I mean, <laughs> even even though um, the numbers for Tekken tournaments are, is actually the best we've ever had mm-hmm. um, in New Zealand, it could be so much more, I think, if um, crossplay was a thing, um, because it would unite the community together properly, mm-hmm. rather than... Um, you know, someone that's only got a PC. That's the thing, though. A lot of people. That's that's your way of thinking. Yeah. But how I see it is that no matter how much you try to unite the whole community, there will be people that branch out. I mean, look at us back in the back in Ticket Six scene. You know, Ticket Six days is that um, we had one yeah. scene. Um, you know, yeah. for Time Zone and Yifans, but then what DataLink actually told me. Uh, at one point, that's when I that's when I sort of went to go check it out myself. The there was out, right? there was a timeout community yeah. of like about twelve people or so. Yeah, you know, and then they would play, but then they never actually jive with us. Yeah, it's because like when you go when you go to time zone, it's like that's kind of your arcade, like right? You you go there. We didn't really like we had a phase of going to time zone, then we had a phase of going to Yifans, then we had a phase of going back to time zone. Like you didn't really go to all three or mm-hmm. or even two of them yeah um yeah so that's that's probably why um it was like that and mm-hmm. it's just because there were three arcades and 
you were more comfortable in, in a particular place yeah i guess um but that's, that's kind of similar to um no crossplay, right mm-hmm. like the the communities are separated and you don't have um like the bigger the community is the better everyone gets yeah the more players the the more the better the skill level gets um especially oh yeah for sure crossplay. yeah yeah so it would be good if you know like say richard could play against the people that are on ps4 but he just can't yeah well that's that's just the way it is i mean we've got a lot of monsters on uh on pc yeah you've got richard um you've got cure uh you know obviously you know there's a few other people there you've got vince you've got fajay yeah oh it's fajay there yeah piggy bundy oh right okay yeah that's him yeah i've never someone someone accused him of botting or something okay (laughs) i can't remember who it was i think it was dan banter he also accused he also accused um vince for botting yeah i'm not gonna um no 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 no, wait no it wasn't dan banter it was i think incognito Uh, i think it was him um yeah i don't know i can't Uh, remember but those are all old school players you see so yeah, I mean it's really... it's really hard to to think that Fajay would actually cheat, um, but he was just really good. So yeah. it's it's he was the he was like already he was the one of those players that you know I there was there was obviously there was a few people there was D Sam yourself Vince uh, Fajay that I've all looked that that I've looked up to yeah. you know just sort of wanting to learn the game because I mean back then I was. I was a scrub. I generally wanted to learn the game, yeah. you know, um, just to get better and things like that. I didn't even know what juggling was, you know, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I didn't even know what punishing was, Yeah, you know, like, oh man, the very first time I got punished, um, you know, Julia is one, 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 uh, well, it's not a one, one, one anymore, but, um, her one, one, one was that was... three hit chain. Yeah. So yeah. I think it was either minus 14 or 15. Yeah. Um, and Tekken tag one, I got punished with an electric once and I was like, the very first time that happened, I was like, Oh my god! What the hell? What happened there? Yeah. And like he he launched me right yeah. from the one 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 and and I did it like a couple more times and he lo- electric punished it every single time. I was yeah. like, What the hell? That like how? Why can't What's I block that? that? What is that? Yeah. Why yeah. can't I block it? Yeah. And like it it took a while, but I I realized that you know there was such a thing as punishing. Yeah. And that's how I learned about it. <laughs> oh, it's like it's a big massive hike for us just to sort of learn the game yeah. and things like that because you know back then we didn't uh, internet was very bad you know this is when we had dial up man i used and... to i used to spend all day to download a single episode of charmed oh no you like oh yeah okay charmed really yeah charmed that was so hot buffy man buffy was better sarah michelle Gellar? nah <laughs> that other chick was hotter than sarah michelle Gellar. what's her name um... Alyssa milano no, no, no! Oh, the girl in Buffy, um, Michelle Trachtenberg. Oh, okay. That, that was a redhead, I think. Oh, okay, okay. I think she was hotter than Buffy, oh, than Sarah Michelle Gellar. But yeah, like Charmed, I was I was a fiend for Charmed as well. I I had every single episode, oh. and and I I burned them onto VCD. Um, oh, true. Okay. Like single episodes, right? On, yeah, on yeah. A single CD. Yeah. And I had a huge, um, like stack of CDs just of Charmed. It was it was so cool. <laughs> oh yeah those are the days burning cds and everything yeah you spend like an hour downloading one song yeah yeah but no um what we'll do is because um we've been at this for about an hour and a half now oh really um yeah i guess that what we'll do is we'll wrap this up but um no uh definitely it's good to have you 
on the podcast there, Jamie. Yeah, that's good. Um, we'll definitely release this on a VOD. And yep. uh, yeah, I hope that everyone gets to, gets a chance to listen in on it. Yep. Um, let me know uh, if there's anything I need to improve on this. Uh, obviously, no troll comments. But uh, you'll get like, troll comments just for saying. I'm, of, of course, <laughs> you of should course. not have said that. <laughs> um, but no, um, it's it's you, nice having you, uh, you know, on the podcast, and I'm definitely keen to have others. Uh, yeah, this is this is a really good podcast. This is like I think one of the best traits of you is just you're you're able to talk for a really long time, and you're you're good at conversation flowing. Oh yeah, no, that I guess that you know that's sort of me being like sort of a salesman. Oh trait. yeah, yeah. You just gotta like actually think, steer them the right way, yeah, and things like that. And uh, yeah, yeah just it's not talk. something that I would be good at. Well, uh, yeah, well, that's just the way it is. Really, it all comes down to the individual. But um, no, I'm definitely keen to have this podcast going uh, and sort of just sort of weaning out all the, you know, all the top players first, and then you know we'll have like you know some sort of fun shows. Where we'll get two people in. Get, get D Sam in. Yeah, get D Sam. Talk about like the old school. <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah, and, and stuff. Probably some Street Fighter players. Keen to have Optimus Dave. Yeah, Dave. And... Um, it will be good to have um this guy called Moose. Um, he's not loose Moose, but just no, Moose. no, just Moose. <laughs> um, he's from Wellington. Um, oh yeah, yeah. He's similar to you know Chris mm-hmm. uh, Tinkos. Um, yeah. So he he's really good at like kind of studying the game. He doesn't he doesn't he doesn't put as much time in as Chris does, mm-hmm. but um, he knows a lot about the game. Yeah. And he's like quite an interesting character because he, he likes to figure out new tech. And, yeah, and, for sure. And he's a, he's a lab monster just like Chris. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's, he's cool. Um, but yeah, like there's a lot of there's a lot of players in, in Street Fighter. Yeah, well, it's a fighting game community that we're sort of focusing on. It's not just about Tekken, even though that my main game is Tekken, mm. but... That's why it's not called the Tekken podcast. It's just <laughs> called the Salt Shaker podcast because obviously yeah. everyone's salty. Yeah. You know, so... I was salty after losing to Rosetro at, at Red Zone Rock. Oh, I was super salty losing tonight. I mean, he was obviously the better player because I kind of played it very safe, but that last combo drop was like, oh my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. OMG, what the hell? And yeah. then I just lost. Yeah, that's um, what what you can't do. You, you can't get salty no matter what happens. Mm. Getting salty is the worst thing you can possibly do in a tournament. Yeah. Because it happened already. Yeah. You can't change the fact that it happened. So you've got to you got to think about what's what's ahead. Yeah. Um. You got to keep your mind. Well, we got to keep positive. Actually. Um. Actually, Thomas did that as well. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Uh. The, the, he was playing Kyo on the Forgotten Realm stage. Yes. And Kyo got a got a ground break right, mm-hmm. and he was like basically one jab until death, mm-hmm. and Kyo dropped the combo. Yeah. But Thomas didn't tech uh, because yeah. he thought it was over, yeah. right? And so he wasn't mashing to tech. Yeah. And had he done that, it could have been a very different game. Um, yeah. I mean, well, he still won, but like, I think he could have taken it, I think, 2-0 instead of 2-1 mm-hmm. in a really close third game. Yeah. Um, but yeah, something that, because I've been to so many tournaments, like, I've... I've you know to... that those are either tournament nerves or... Yeah, so yeah. I, I'm working on my murder face, which I was telling you about earlier. Yeah. Um, with Tokido, like, anytime something bad happens, just completely forget about it and just move on to mm. what you need to do to win. Yeah. And every game is not over until the round says it's over. Yeah. Um, Unless you see the KO symbol yeah, right if, there. If, if something is like an easy combo, 
they could still drop that. Yeah. Um, you know, if, if something's an easy punish, they could still miss that punish. Yeah. Um, and like what happened with Kyo, like he dropped a really easy combo at the very end of a game. Mm-hmm. And Thomas could have... Ticked uh, it. Yeah, Thomas could have teched and taken advantage of that. Mm-hmm. But Kyo, but he didn't because he thought the game was over. And but that's, when he, yeah. that's when he came back. Yeah, that's that's and Kyo won the round because of... Well, he, he would have run the round anyway, mm-hmm. but because he dropped the combo, it gave Thomas a chance to win. Oh, okay. But, I mean... Yeah, didn't, I didn't actually didn't quite see so. that because, uh, yeah, I was actually trying to sort of get my mind, like, you know, sort of on my game. Yeah. You know, just not think about, just clear my head and everything. Yeah. I went in there with a clear head. Like, yeah. I actually went in there and just said, look, I'm going to try and win this. I did. I, I took it quite convincingly in the first set. Yeah. The second set, I'm like, okay, I got this. Like, I had him in the air, and I was like, cool, I got this. But then, my, uh, when I when I went to go forward, forward, it just came out as just me walking forward. Oh, And man. I'm like, crap! So, I, I just recently got a new stick, and I'm playing on a bad top now, um, yeah. instead of a ball top. Yeah. And, um, like, some things are easier, but other things are harder. Mm-hmm. And I find, in Street Fighter, uh, with Cammy... Um, one of her combos is, is crush counter hard kick into a dash into something. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, I really suck at doing that dash on a bat top. Oh, okay. And that's the reason why you have the Panthera is just to sort of switch in yeah, between. Yeah. So, um, so I'm doing that dash is something that was really easy on a ball top, mm-hmm. but it's just something I need to get used to. Mm. And the first time I played Street Fighter on this bat top, I... I failed that combo like four times in in like an hour. Yeah. <laughs> and normally I'd never, ever, ever drop that. Yeah, well, and, there you go. And So I guess that, you know, you can safely say that when you're going to play Tekken, bring out the bat top. If you're going to go play Street Fighter... No, 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 I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play on the on the bat top. No matter okay, what. so you're just going to switch yeah. to bat top Yeah, now. like okay. for Kami, I think dive kicks are easier um, on a bat top. Okay. Um, and I think movement is easier on, well, almost everything is easier on Tekken for me at least. But, um, yeah, like it's just something you need to get used to. And because even it, even though it's possible, like even though it's really hard, it's still possible to drop easy combos. Yeah. So that's what you've there's got, always, you've got there's always the error. There's always error. Yeah. Human like error. just human error, human input error. Yeah. And even yeah. at the top level, you still see people dropping commas. You still see people um, in Street Fighter not reacting to the proper tech. Yeah. Uh, and getting up, getting hit by a wake-up jab. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, there's just so much uh, human error that can go on. So the game is not over until the game says it's over. Yeah, for sure. Well, anyway, it was uh, it was definitely good uh, having this yarn with you. Yeah. Yeah, definitely looking forward to the next uh, podcast there. Um, looking forward to coming back maybe one day yeah yeah definitely I think that probably Southern Cross Up would be probably a next one but maybe you with someone else yeah yeah yeah, it might be good maybe make it a handicap match on the Salt Shaker podcast handicap match handicap match 2v1 oh what yeah it would be like that you know but then 2v1 it would be like me on this side and then two two people like smaller so maybe. <laughs> okay yeah, yeah, yeah fair enough so yeah no well thank you very much for coming uh thank you everyone for listening uh Thanks, it's Rob. been extremely fun and i'll see you on the next podcast yep, over and out guys.